In this episode, we're going to hear three very strange and weird encounters. But this first story includes a photo that was taken from a security camera that we'll get into in just a moment. But before we get to the stories, if you're digging my content, then hit that subscribe button. Now let's get to the stories. Hi Donovan. Let me first start off by saying I love the show. I really liked the episode about that warehouse worker who was attacked by some creature you released a few months ago. I've got a very interesting story for you, and a picture that, well, no one can explain. Well, at least no one that I used to work with. I worked for an outfit that did government contract work. We work with all branches of the military, but specialized in running mock scenarios for special forces. Now, I can't get into too many details, but my job was security. I was the head of security for our facility located in Northern Virginia. We basically paid and trained civilians to be part of different training exercises for the military, such as hostage situations. That was a smaller part of our business, and we also had two other divisions. Under our facility was a fallout shelter. That's where this story takes place. Our facility has been around since the 50s, and the shelter really isn't supposed to be used anymore, since there are other shelters nearby. However, we still monitor the shelter as part of our security protocol. I had a few techs who monitored the entire facility. We had a little over 300 security cameras throughout the building in the outdoor areas. There were five placed in various spots in the shelter too. This took place in August of 2005, where one of my techs noticed something strange going on with one of the shelter cams in the east wing. It would fizzle out like an old VHS tape with tracking issues at the same time every night at 3.13 a.m. This happened three nights in a row. It would last for a few minutes, then the camera would come back online and was perfectly fine. After the third night, we replaced the camera. Now the camera down there was antiquated, but there wasn't anything wrong with it from what my tech could tell. So we replaced it with a new one, and sure enough, the same thing happens at 3.13 a.m. But this time, at 3.12 and 59 seconds, we see this right before it glitches out again. So my tech brought that to me the next morning when I returned to work. I was coming in, and he's waiting for me because he had stayed late after his shift ended to show me this. My jaw dropped when I saw it. We had the shelter locked down. There's only a handful of people who could ever access it, and I can tell you that none of them were down there at 3.13 a.m. in the morning. What you see in the picture, it appears to be a man or something human-like that is coming up from one of the corridors into an area that splits off. The cage there is designed to protect an electrical box. The photo is actually zoomed in pretty far. I couldn't send the original because it has some identifying information on it and I'm not at liberty to share those details. Anyways, I have no idea what or who this thing was. My tech didn't even see it at first because it just appeared for literally one second, and then the tape goes all fuzzy and starts to glitch. He had to rewind it to go through it frame by frame to see it. Like I said, no one has access to this area. This ended up happening every night for the next week or so, and then it just stopped happening. We checked the facility every night, 
and there was no evidence of this thing being down there. No doors were breached. It's something that no one was ever able to explain. We always referred to him as the boogeyman after that. It's super creepy. I hope your audience enjoys this. Take care. Hey there, Donovan. I had a really strange experience a few weeks ago that I want to share. I told a few of my friends about it, but they just laughed at me and said I imagined the entire thing. I was rambling around Cades Cove in Tennessee, and I finally found this really cool cemetery with a lot of old headstones. I'm kind of a cemetery nut. I used to do a lot of charcoal rubbings. I find the designs on the old headstones so interesting, much more so than the modern stones. I had wandered around for a while. I guess I had gotten turned around. It was time for me to head back out to the valley since I had a three-hour journey ahead of me, but I couldn't find the gate where I had come in. After about 20 minutes of following paths, only to come up against yet another wrought iron fence, I was pretty irritated with myself. I started looking for another person to ask them where the gate was, but there wasn't anyone else there but me. I hadn't noticed it until I had to think about it. But the whole time that I was in there, I hadn't seen another soul. Now, I'm not the kind to usually get spooked out, but I was starting to feel a little apprehensive. It felt like I was trapped in there. I pulled out my phone, thinking I could pull up Google Maps, you know? That app that can show you walking directions as well as your car. But I couldn't get my phone to turn on. That's when I got really impatient with myself thinking that I'd let my phone die. And the worst thing was, I needed Google Maps to get myself out of Cade's Cove. I was going to have to stop somewhere and ask for directions, and I hate doing that. I was seriously starting to think about hopping the fence. And then I noticed all the vines and wild roses, I guess, all winding through the fence, which means I'd most certainly get scratched up. I remember thinking, okay, that's weird. I didn't notice that before, and I started looking around, really looking now at my surroundings. There were fresh flowers on a number of graves. That was another detail that I was sure I hadn't seen before. When I got there, I had the impression it was just an old forgotten cemetery, but obviously someone still visited and put flowers on graves. It was then that I noticed a person some distance away standing in front of one of the graves. I couldn't tell from where I stood if it was a man or a woman. All I could see was that it was a person dressed in all black, which made me hesitate to call out, like someone might be grieving, you know? I walked over there and waited, a respectful distance behind the figure. Now that I was close up, I could see that it was a woman, in a long black dress and a hat like older women wear to church. I stayed silent, just waiting figuring eventually she'd turn around and I could ask her which direction the gate was in. She eventually turned around and I was a little taken aback. The hat had a black veil that completely obscured her face. It was a little unsettling, because I was unprepared. I couldn't even tell if she was looking at me. I said, excuse me, ma'am, I've got myself turned around. Could you please point me in the direction of the entrance? She didn't answer but she started walking toward me, closing the distance. I wondered if her silence meant that she thought I was rude to having disturbed her. 
since she was obviously in mourning. I quickly said, I don't mean to bother you. No response, but she kept moving toward me until she was so close I had to take a quick step back. But she kept coming. Suddenly, I know this part sounds crazy. She wasn't in front of me anymore. I mean, completely vanished. I even turned around to see if she was anywhere in sight. But she was gone. I got chills all over. She looked real to me. But I wondered if I just imagined her. And then I thought, who imagines something like that? A person that's not there. Which got me wondering if I had schizophrenia or a brain tumor or something. Don't laugh. These thoughts really went through my head. And it was a terrifying prospect to think of. Then I looked back at the grave she had been standing in front of. It looked freshly dug. And there were flowers at the base that I assumed the lady had brought with her. White daisies bound with a red ribbon. I looked at the headstone and that's when I really freaked out. I started to feel dizzy. The stone said Jonathan Wilkes, 1838 to 1889. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So I closed my eyes for a minute and opened them back up. It was still there. And the headstone had one of those cool skull engravings that you see on old graves. Except this stone looked new. At that point, I thought, okay, this is some prank someone is playing. That was the only explanation. I looked around to see if I could spot someone hiding, watching me, or maybe even recording me. If there was someone there, they were doing a good job hiding. I even called out, very funny, but obviously fake, and waited. But no one came out of hiding. So I thought about the woman, and I figured finding her was the only way to keep my sanity. She couldn't have gone far. I walked around, following the path to the center of the cemetery. Since it was on a slight rise, I figured I'd be able to better spot her if I stood there. I'm walking along, going up the hill, and looking around, and everything seems different. It took me a second to figure out why. Then I realized there were no fresh flowers on any of the graves. And also, what I could see of the fence from where I stood was completely bare. No wild roses or vines. I literally got chills running down my spine. This looked like a different cemetery. I started moving quicker, close to panicking. Only one thought was in my head. I needed to get out of here right now. So I went to the nearest fence and climbed over, rather awkwardly, but still happy to be outside the grounds. Then I bushwhacked a little, heading downhill, and eventually found the road. Ten minutes later, I was in my car, and glad to put that weird graveyard behind me. I got to the crossroads and automatically grabbed from my phone before remembering it was dead. But the screen lit up. It said there was a 35% charge left. Add that to all the weirdness, and I couldn't get out of the area fast enough. When I got back, I told some of my buddies about it. They all laughed and said I imagined the woman, the flowers, and the phone being dead. Then, one of my friends who's familiar with the area got real interested, saying that he'd never seen a cemetery on that road. So, in an effort to get someone to believe me, I agreed to go back with him a few weekends later. We drove up and down that road and all over the area, but we couldn't find that graveyard. I swear it was on that road, but suddenly, it's gone. I'm seriously considering having a CT scan to make sure there's nothing wrong with my brain. 
Has anyone out there ever experienced anything like that before? I think somehow I stepped back in time, as crazy as that sounds. Thanks for listening, Rick. I used to think stories like these were pretty limited to just a few spots with very low population density. But it's starting to sound like these things really don't care how many people are around. As a park ranger, I've worked in quite a variety of places. I'd never seen something that I couldn't explain, though. When I saw this creature I'm going to tell you about, I was living in Texas. It was about five years ago, and I was working as a park ranger in Big Bend National Park. I would sometimes do talks and presentations for visitors. It was one of my favorite parts of working in that field. Big Bend has a great history. It has mixed high desert and smaller mountains. It's just a gorgeous place. It's in the western part of Texas that goes downward along the bend of the Rio Grande on the border of Mexico. It was early in the summer and I was preparing for a backpacking series presentation. I needed to get some pictures and I decided to hike out near the area around Santa Elena Canyon. That part of the park opens up into a pretty flat area of the basin where the river gets real wide. It was in the late afternoon. I like to get those golden hour photos. There tends to be a lot more diverse wildlife around there. I'd parked my truck a distance away in a lot that serviced the trailhead. I had spent plenty of time there in the past. I was approaching the river basin near the mouth of the canyon when I saw something that looked unusual. Something was moving on the other side of the river, and it was big. My brain was scrambling, trying to figure out what category of creature it was. At first, I thought a mountain lion, but I knew instinctively that it wasn't. It was the size of a large man, but it was moving along really low to the ground. It was like a dark tan color, and it really struck me because of the way it was moving. It was like it had a bulk similar to a deer or something, but it was moving like a snake. Obviously, big mammals don't move like that, so I just kept staring at it, trying to make it out better. I kept moving back and forth trying to get a good line of sight on it, and when I finally got a pretty clear view, I felt like my blood froze. I couldn't even identify what it was. It was very scrawny looking and really pale. It looked hairless and very humanoid, but it was creeping along low to the ground. I got the impression that it was hunting something. I could have probably thrown a rock across the water and hit it. It seemed to be totally focused on something off in the bushes. I stayed completely still so that I wouldn't make any noise. But then, it turned its head and looked at me. It had these huge black eyes, and the mouth was hanging open in this creepy way. When it saw that I had seen it, it hunkered down even lower and seemed to scoot back trying to hide. I managed to take a few photos, but I was so frozen in fear, all I could think about was surviving. I've never been so thankful for a river in my life, even though the river was pretty low at that time due to a drought. I'm sure there were some points that could be crossed without too much trouble, but it was still quite wide, and at least it provided a psychological safety barrier. The thing started to swivel its head back and forth, like it was looking between me and its original prey. I felt like it was sizing me up and trying to decide if I was worth the risk of hunting down. My heart was pounding, but I maintained my forward-facing direction. I started to slowly back away. 
Then its gaze fixated on me, and it started making this weird clicking noise. I was terrified that it had chosen me to be its dinner that night. I'll never forget that part. Just waiting for it to decide which direction it was going to choose. I don't know if it decided I wasn't worth it or if the river was just too much of a barrier or what, but I could feel that moment when it almost seemed to lose interest in me and it went back to stalking whatever was over there hiding in the bushes. I was able to get back to the truck without feeling I was being pursued, but it still felt like one of the longest walks I'd ever taken, even though it wasn't really that far. When I got back to my truck, I didn't even leave right away. I felt like I just wanted to stay there and watch out my window, in case it had decided to follow me. My brain was desperate to know what it was. I was honestly wishing it would reappear at that point, so I could try to get some pictures of it from the safety of my truck. I always remembered being parked there, listening to the occasional sounds of the typical wildlife that I was used to hearing. I stayed until it got completely dark, but I never saw a sign of anything out of the ordinary. I reported the sighting, but it probably sounded like gibberish, and my photos were crap. I'm pretty sure I was shaking like a leaf when I took them. I never saw something like that again, but it took a long time before I felt at all comfortable out there. That thing looked like something out of a nightmare. Let me know what you think of these stories in the comments below. And don't forget to check out my other channels. Dread Captures brings you the strangest trail cam footage. If it's weird, creepy, and unexplainable, you'll find it on Dread Captures. Dread Discovers is everything that I find fascinating. From real-life giants to urban legends that became true, and creepy pictures with backstories just to name a few topics. Also, check out Lilith Dread's channel, who is similar to mine but narrated by Lilith herself. Thanks and take care.